for status, I'm Katrin Hayek. Welcome. Today, my guest is Farah Hatwi, a PhD candidate at the Department of Art, History and Communication Studies at Miguel University in Canada. I will chat with Farah about her research interest in relation to migration, art and social change. Hi, Farah. Welcome. Hi, Katy. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for uh, coming and uh, talking to us at Status. We are so happy to have you. I wanted uh, to ask you about uh, your research, if you can tell us uh, more, when and how you got interested in the field of communication and art history. I'll start by saying that my journey to academia is, is kind of atypical, and I came to it at a later age than the usual one. So my initial uh, professional training um, so I'm from Lebanon and I was born and raised in Lebanon and my initial professional training was motivated by like the practical need to find a job. So I uh, went to um, uh, the American University of uh, Beirut where I obtained a degree in business administration. So that's my background. And then I did uh, a master's degree in management at uh, SCP in Paris. Uh, and I moved to Dubai like many Lebanese and my, many fellow Arabs to live and, and, and work. Uh, so I first joined an advertising agency before specializing as a communication professional in the arts and cultural sector. And that was a, kind of a turning point for me uh, because through my work, uh, first with the Sharjah Art Foundation and then with uh, Art Dubai, I had the opportunity to encounter very closely artists and artistic and, and, and to get acquainted and engage with artistic practices. Uh, I mean, from around the world, but also uh, specifically from the Arab world. And I think it's this, uh, this encounter and this engage, I mean, I've always been interested in arts, uh, whether, it's, uh, whether it takes the form of like theater, performance, cinema, or visual arts. But I think it's that close encounter that kind of nurtured my conviction that uh, art plays a crucial, a crucial role in society and in social uh, change. Um, and this has, and this like a professional experience directed my interest towards artistic practices and media intervention under, uh, that are produced under conditions of political struggle. And they have ignited kind of my desire to explore how media practices and interventions activate uh, new or different modalities of political engagement, solidarity and transformation. Uh, so when I moved to Canada and, and to, Montre to Montreal um, in Canada in uh, 2013, I saw an opportunity to develop these interests uh, within an intellectually and politically stimulating environment. So I, um, in 2013, I enrolled at Concordia University as a graduate student to pursue an MA in media studies. And then in 2015, I joined McGill University in the Department of Art History and Comp Studies to pursue a PhD in Communication Studies. And I just think like the field of the fields of media studies and communication studies have provided the right like home for my research uh, and kind of allowed me to focus on uh, the crucial role that images or artworks, films, discourse play as, as media and uh, the constitution of political, social and cultural life. I also wanted to ask you more about your PhD uh, dissertation, uh, which investigates the visual culture of the Syrian refugee crisis. Can you talk more about when, what inspired your dissertation topic and what are the main contributions you hope to achieve? I think for the past, ever since I started my, uh, like I, I embark on this new academic uh, path and even before, uh, I've always been like animated by questions related to displacement, to loss and exile, to homeland and belonging, uh, identity and citizenship, 
uh, rights, responsibilities, borders and migration governance, uh, regimes of mobility and border control, and the kind of neo-colonial and neoliberal organizing logics and structure that kind of shape these regimes. So as, as a skilled migrant in Dubai and then as an immigrant in Canada, these, these are questions that I, I kind of experienced and also had to wrestle with on a personal level. Um, and, and they were present in my MA uh, research paper, and, and, and I kind of carry, carried these questions with me when I started my PhD. At the same time, in 2015, when I, when I started the PhD, the, migration, the so-called migration crisis was starting to coalesce both as a, as a term that was very present in media, but also as an, uh, as an object of uh, political contention. And it was kind of, it became a center of political debates, policymaking, and mainstream news. Um, so through various conference uh, presentations and like a contribution to an anthology that that came that followed uh, my participation in a summer institute, I started to engage with this topic, so the migration crisis, by examining the role played by media. And in the beginning, I was really focusing on discourse and like uh, news images. Uh, so I was interested in their role in reproducing power relations and uh, structures that are deeply uh, implicated in the historic and contemporary racist capitalist, but also neo-colonial relations and struggle that shaped the so-called migration crisis. But then in 2016, I got involved with a collective, and I can talk about it uh, later in, this, in, in our discussion, but I got involved in a collective called Regard Syrien which is involved in organizing an annual program of contemporary Syrian cinema at the Cinémathèque Québécoise. So I got, I, I was kind of exposed to a, uh, an array of, of, uh, of films made by uh, displaced Syrians uh, from 2011, uh, like forward. So my research, when I was watching all of, uh, all of these films and, and my research, it kind of shifted my exposure to these films, shifted my research interest to, fo to focus on cultural and aesthetic resistance. So what really caught my attention is and kind of intellectual attention and kind of intellectual curiosity and uh, was these films ability to produce counter narratives to the dominant discourse of crisis that would always like always portray migrants and refugees either as like a threat to uh, national security, national economy, national sovereignty, or as victims that were totally devoid of agency. And I was also really fascinated by these films' ability to generate uh, like politic, political aesthetic languages that expanded uh, political imaginings and possibilities. And I think these films really sparked my interest in engaging more profoundly with the power of the moving image and exploring its potential in relation to political life. So I still look at so my thesis investigates the visual culture of this of like the migration crisis with a focus on Syrian refugees and their the way they are represented and the way they represent themselves. So the thesis, the my, my uh, dissertation work really looks at the visual culture uh, around the migration crisis as a highly politicized field field of struggle. So on one hand, I look at uh, how political discourses, mainstream media coverage, social media campaigns, policy, and legal documents uh, mediate dominant narratives uh, about migration that typically represent Syrian refugees as a threat or as victims and shore up uh, repressive and punitive anti-refugee practices or shore up uh, like empathetic humanitarian driven responses that are not critical at all. Uh, but on the other hand, and the, really the focus is on how creative and artistic visual intervention, and I specifically look at films and videos, so the moving image, 
uh, how these interventions produced by Syrian refugees and, their, and sometimes by their allies make visible counter narratives that challenge the dominant discourse of the crisis and, and demand a radical rethinking of mobility and of borders and political categories such as migrants, citizens and refugees, and do that from the perspective of refugees themselves. One of your recent publications titled Return, Recollect, Imagine, Decolonizing Images, Reclaiming Palestine. In this article, you engage with decolonial creative processes and practices. Can you share with us the context of this research and what you hope to achieve uh, through it? So yeah, this article engages with uh, Recollection, a film by Palestinian filmmaker Kamal al-Jafari, and with uh, And Yet My Mask is So Powerful, part one, which is a video by Palestinian artist Basil Abbas and Rwan Abu Rahmeh. And uh, so it, the article engages with, with these two artworks as visual articulations of Palestinian resistance against Israeli practices of settler colonial erasure. So I know the work of Kamal al-Jafari, uh, Basil Abbas and Rawan Abu Rahmeh through my work as programmer uh, in the collective Regah Palestinian. And again, I can talk about that part a bit later in, in our conversation. So I've been like, I, I know their work closely. We, we've showed films by Kamal. We, had, we actually hosted a ret retrospective of his work back in 2016. We've shown the work of Basil Abbas and Rawan uh, Abu Rahmeh. We've also, I've also invited them uh, as part to, to give a workshop on decolonial art practices in 2018, I think, or 2019. And more recently, I co-organized an exhibition with a colleague and friend uh, called Viviane Saglier, uh, and it was a video exhibition and their work uh, was, was featured as well. So, uh, and I say this just to highlight that these, uh, like the work of these artists are works that really inspire me uh, both aesthetically and, and uh, politically. So now when I was invited to contribute an article to a special issue of post-colonial directions in education, I kind of jumped on this opportunity to engage with the works of uh, Al-Jafari Abbas and Abu Rahmeh more deeply. And uh, this special issue was uh, specifically concerned with uh, the perspective of scholars and practitioners on the decolonial pedag uh, pedag pedagogical possibilities of film and film festivals. And my contribution kind of engages uh, with the creative practices of these three Palestinian artists to offer a reflection on the role of art as a space of uh, transgression and wider processes of political awareness, education, and learning. And it kind of argues how Palestinian art intervenes to disrupt colonial narratives and practices while creating decolonial spaces of expression for Palestinian society living under occupation uh, uh, and, and the uh, diaspora. As you mentioned, uh, you are part uh, of two collectives, uh, Regards Palestinians and Regards Syrian. What are the goals and activities uh, of these uh, collectives? So Regards Syrian and Regards Palestinian are two Montreal-based collectives with uh, shared members. Uh, so uh, five of us uh, were, like, are involved with both. Uh, and these collectives are dedicated to the organization of an annual screening program of Syrian uh, cinema for Regards Syrian and Palestinian cinema for Regards Palestinian at the Cinémathèque Québécoise in, in Montreal. So for each event, we have three evenings of uh, screenings. Uh, Regards Palestinian is, uh, usually happens around uh, November 29, which is the International Day of Solidarity with the Palestinian people, and uh, the Regards Syrian takes place in the, in the spring. So the members of this, these, these collectives are Montrealers that are engaged in social justice activism, uh, migrant advocacy and assistance, international solidarity, film production, film and media studies, education and research. So I think 
um, the main, I'd say that the main objective or aim of, of these two collectives are to bring awareness to and to energize solidarity with the struggles of the Palestinian and Syrian uh, peoples via the medium of, of film and to provide a space for a critical discussion whenever it's possible. So when we can and we have the funds and when people are able to travel, we try to, in, to invite filmmakers. Uh, sometimes we also invite people that, uh, people that engage with uh, uh, people that, that study films or that are interested in films from Montreal to come and, 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 and participate in a public discussion after, after the films. And specific to both events, I'd say that Regard Syrien tries to or aims to foreground alternative perspective and experiences of the war in Syria and to highlight the strength of a cinema of exile and displacement created by Syrians who are seeking justice, freedom and peace. And Regard Palestinia showcases some of the creative ways in which Palestinian filmmakers are capturing the diversity and complexities of uh, Palestinian realities, whether under colonial occupation in Palestine or in the diaspora. So films portray everyday resistance, uh, restate the refusal of colonial occupation, reimagine political and cultural identity, and sometimes introduce new visions of a decolonized future. So, uh, yeah. I actually wanted to ask you, uh, do you record some of this uh, activity if uh, some of our listeners want uh, to, to participate or engage with them online and who, like me, we, we don't live uh, in Quebec, <laughs> <laughs> how we can... Actually, I would, yeah, I wish we, just, we kind of suspend when, when COVID happened and the Cinematheque was closed, we, we uh, kind of suspended our activities and uh, up until this fall. So we, yeah, we do it in person and, and we don't record the conversations or discussion to keep them to keep them spontaneous and organic and to kind of give the space for everyone to feel comfortable to share their uh, like, uh, political opinions and, and share their experiences. Yes, very important uh, point. But we have, we have, we have web websites for both. So you can, at, I mean, at least check the programming and see what kind of films uh, we program and what are the thematic of, because uh, every year usually has a, has a theme. So you can also like read about the thematic and, um, okay. and participating we, we try films. try to post uh, the links with our interview. Yeah, great. Thank you, Farah. Also, Farah, uh, Recently, you have co-organized uh, several creative projects that focus on Palestine and Lebanon and the questions of solidarity, intersectionality and political resistance. What can you tell us uh, about these projects and are you planning any more uh, in the near future? Definitely planning more. I think this work that is uh, outside of academia is very important, uh, and, and very important to me and very important as a um, as a way to disseminate knowledge outside of the confines of the academy and to engage with the wider public in critical discussions around artistic and media practices and their role in uh, political struggles. So I'm involved in various collaborative community-oriented initiatives, uh, including a number of solidarity screenings in Montreal. So for example, in 2020, I co-organized um, Beirut over and over again, uh, which was a solidarity and fundraising a screening of short films from and on Beirut uh, after the August 4th uh, explosion. Uh, also together with other members from the Regard Palestinian collectives, uh, including Razan al-Salah, uh, Mohamed Nour al-Khairi and Vivian Saguier, we've organized, uh, we've recently organized two screenings, uh, Revolution Until Victory, 
which was a Palestine solidarity screening and discussion that took place the past, like this past September, 2021. So this kind of was, was trying to respond and build on the momentum of, uh, of Palestinian uprising uh, in response to what happened in Sheikh Jarrah and to kind of open a space for, for a conversation around liberation and political struggle. And the other event is Queer for Palestine. So uh, this took place the past November and it was a screening program of queer shorts uh, from Palestine and Lebanon that examined the intersection of gender and sexual identity uh, with the Palestinian liberation struggle. Both events were uh, organized in collaboration with the Palestinian youth movement. Uh, and kind of we're hoping that they are the beginning of a long-term collaboration that mobilizes Palestinian cinema as a, or, and, and cinema at large as a teaching tool to engage in radical discussions around Palestinian liberation and, and Palestinian and also anti and decolonial liberation at large. Yeah, I think I'll end with that on that note. <laughs> Very inspiring. Thank you so much, uh, Farah Hatoy, a PhD candidate at the Department of Art, History and Communicational Studies at Miguel University in Canada. We discussed today with uh, Farah her work in relation to migration, art and social change. For status, I'm Cathy Hayek. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Status Audio Magazine. The Status is produced by the Arab Studies Institute in partnership with Voices of the Middle East and North Africa, co-sponsored by George Mason University's Middle Eastern Studies Program and the American University of Beirut's Asfari Institute for Civil Society and Citizenship. Interested in pitching an interview, a program episode, or becoming a partner, email our associate producer, Paola Messina, at paola at statushour.com to listen to more conversations on the scene reports and discussions visit our website statushour.com or subscribe via iTunes and listen to us on the go you can also friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter thanks for listening and for more conversations please visit statushour.com <laughs>